Yes. <laughs> Are we ready? I think so. I think we're ready. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Greetings, All folks. Right. Welcome. Welcome to you, John. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks for joining us for this third episode of Drop In 8. Today we have our first interview guest. His name is John Lutz, a good friend of mine from St. Mary's University, where I went to college this past four years. John, welcome to the show. All right. It's, it's nice to be here. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Me too. I'm looking forward to, to hearing you. First question, Joe, what do we got for him? John, why don't you just tell us briefly who you are and uh, kind of where you're at, your station in life. It's kind of what you're doing now. All right. So I grew up in Fairmont, Minnesota. Oh, okay. So I was just starting from the beginning. Uh, yeah. Born August 19th, 2000. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I lived, lived here all my life and I graduated high school 2019 and then i went to then i've been going to i should say saint mary's university uh, i'll be entering my junior year there and uh, i'm studying philosophy and psychology right on yeah right on and of course there's a lot uh, that has happened in those <laughs> 20 years now so <laughs> almost what, 21 yeah <laughs> that's what we're here to ask about <laughs> and also, you are currently a seminarian for the Diocese of Anona. I am not. Oh, you're not? No, no, no. I, I was thinking of joining the seminary, but uh, after talking to Father Kern, the vocations director, we figured that if I were to join the seminary, it, it would be maybe after I graduate. But then now I've been thinking of the Augustinian, so I might not be joining the seminary for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, but maybe over in for the Augustinians. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a new thing, too, that I've been discerning. So, Yeah, so I guess the second question is, what sort of religious slash non-religious upbringing did you have? What was your, your family culture specifically surrounding? Right. When it comes to faith, my my parents, you know, they always believed in God, but they, they didn't really... I, my My dad, he grew up evangelical. Okay. But he kind of became disenfranchised with that uh, right around uh, when he was about my age. And so he kind of didn't go to church, just kind of was just listen to people on TV. And then my mom, she grew up going to a church in Grenada, which is really close to Fairmont, called the United Church of Christ. But then, and then she met my dad, and then because dad wasn't too big into church, you know, they didn't really take me to church when I was... Li very little. Funnily enough, the only church experience I remember is actually Catholic Mass. Oh, really? Right, yeah. So, because what happened is my, my dad's brother, he became Catholic, actually, because he, he married a, 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 a lady, and, and so he became Catholic. That was about when I was like four, I want to say, is, is when, when that happened. So, I, 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 re I kind of remember Mass. So. What did, well, I guess, what did you remember about it? Just the aisle. I don't know. Just yeah. that's about all I remember. <laughs> you said you were pretty young when. Yeah, I was about four. So okay. yeah, I don't remember too much. I just remember being there. I I always had a a, st a strong presence of God in my life, though. I you know I was baptized when I was an infant, and so I guess I credit my baptism to why I was 
uh, always aware of God's presence. I, there would be times where, I, like, I would get uh, a bruise or I'd get cut, and I'd, I'd and then I'd see it like healing and everything, and I'm like, "Oh, God's healing me there," you know. <laughs> and and so, I mean, how I I just always had a, a strong presence of God in my life. That's awesome. And actually, I think that kind of leads us to the the next question: How did you first encounter and and fall in love with the Catholic faith? Sure. Yeah. So. That yeah, well that's a long story. But there was always a lot of a lot of like little nudgings towards the Catholic Church when I was even when I was little because my dad's mom she actually was going to join the church back in the sixties, but then she my my grandpa who was a Baptist and so he kind of led her away from that because she she grew up Lutheran and so she always liked like watching EWTN and she would write bishops and and priests and she still does to this day. I think she also wrote to Mother Angelica when she was alive as well. So, oh. so yeah, so she's always kind of had, even though she's not Catholic yet and she's going to be 87 next month, she still always was close with the Catholic faith. And then, so... Not Catholic yet. Is, is not Catholic yet. We're... We're, we're, we're talking <laughs> to Father... We're talking to Father Bierman and we're talking to... <laughs> Holding out hope. To Bridget and we're, we're hoping that she, maybe this year or next year, we can have her become catholic because she wants to it's just that because covid and she's older so it didn't sure. uh didn't this, work was, out. this was the one that was became a baptist yeah she became a baptist because of, of my grandpa yeah interesting a baptist watching ewtn yeah yeah <laughs> <Is that what's laughs> <asking more>? yeah <laughs> well it sounds like the, the start of a joke you know <laughs> so there's this baptist watching ewtn <laughs> uh but yeah so yeah and because of her i, I always had some interactions with the Catholic faith. And I guess another way I, I kind of interacted with it, even though unaware, I be, I did become Episcopalian when I was young because that's what my parents, they joined that church. And so my youngest sister was, was baptized there. And the it has a very similar liturgy to the Catholic church. Mm. And so I know when I eventually did start going to the Catholic church, it felt very comfortable because of that. A little background. So my, my parents, they, they separated when I was young. And so I didn't really go to church that often after that. But then we started to get back into faith. And I, I when I was about 15, I was like, you know, faith is really important. I want to I, I wanna be a faithful Christian. And then my dad and my youngest sister, they they went to uh, a free meal that uh, the, church, uh, the Catholic Church in town has, St. John Vianney. And my youngest sister's like, hey, Let's go to church here. Let's see how it is. And and my dad is like, hey, John, we went. We loved it. Do you want to come back again? And I was like, uh, Catholic, I don't know. But I was like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go. And and I loved it. I, I, I really, I uh, was really happy. If I may, before you move on to what, what was it about it that, that really drew you in? I don't know. I, well, for me, the Episcopal Church that I grew up in was very... You know, a lot of older people, and it was just not a lot of pe- a lot of people, not a lot of kids, and so going to the Catholic Mass, it was just how I described it. It was just like our old church, but better, you know. Yeah, and I think part of it was the music. I I, I really felt like the the music moved me. Of course, now I realize that's not all that moved me, but um, I, that that was kind of what moved me at first was it was was the music, but yeah, and then. I kind of got in uh, contact with evangelicals after that, 
and then I kind of ended up becoming evangelical, kind of Calvinist thinking and, and all of that. But I'm still going, even though I kind of became evangelical, I, I still was going to mass. On, really? So I would go to mass on Saturdays and then I'd go hang out with my friends on Sundays at the other church. Uh, and it's all in town here in Fairmont. Yeah. And then when I was uh, near the end of my sophomore year, so I was 16, 16, I felt a call of what I thought at the time was to be a pastor. And, and then later I, I kind of realized, well, you know, maybe I should, especially if I'm thinking of becoming a Protestant pastor, maybe I shouldn't be going to mass anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was very convicted of like, you know, I should, it wasn't convicted of like, Catholic Church is wrong, so I should not come. It was more like, I don't believe what they believe. And I, I was like, I, I should stop going to Mass. I just I just felt really convicted that I should do that. And really, really, I think it was kind of God's way of saying, kind of God's way of trying to show me of, of how much Mass is important to me. Because I didn't realize it at the time. But yeah, and then at that same time, my dad actually was thinking of joining the church. And so he was going through RCIA while I kind of stopped going to Mass. And I was just really focused on the church that I was going to. But uh, during that whole time, I was very conflicted about whether or not I should be Catholic because I felt very uh, confused in my in, in my Protestantism because I was just like, I, I, want the, I want what's true and I just don't know it. I don't know how to find it. And I, you know, when I look at history, I'd be like, well, the Catholic Church seems to have uh, a point, you know, and then, and then when I would, you know, and then I, I came to realize, you know, I, I need authority. And so that all, all those kind of lines of thinking eventually led me to being like, okay, I need to take the Catholic faith seriously. And well, I guess what were some of the biggest obstacles in the way for you? Right. Right. Um, Cause, Cause I understand that too, as a yeah. kind of recent convert, you know, okay. like, there's the classics, but then there's, I think, the individual things that come right. up for each person. Uh, so what? Yeah, it, it was definitely the, the things that kind of were obstacles were like the doctrines with Mary. I, I found that mm-hmm. hard. Uh, indulgences, especially for Protestants, those are, are, are a hard one to understand. I still struggle with trying to understand that one, but I assent to it, and I believe, you know, yeah. it's a thing that the church teaches. <laughs> so it, it was kind of like those things, intercession with all the saints and, and all of that. It's like, oh, why, why not God, you know, just himself? Uh, you know, confession to a priest and all, all those things were, were very difficult. And then just also misunderstandings, too, of what I was told about the church as well. The, the evangelical church I was going to, they would like say, oh, you know, the Catholic Church is, is, is teaching a false gospel and all this, this and that. And so it, it just is kind of a difficult environment. Well, there. Yeah. yeah. A lot of things to sort through. Yeah. But so... Right, so my dad, then now we get to Easter Vigil when my dad joins the church in 2018. I, I went with him because I wanted to support him. And while I was there, I was like, wow, I miss Mass. I mean, I was like crying because I, I just found like the Psalms that and that they were singing just was so beautiful. And uh, I kind of really felt that presence that I was missing at the evangelical church. And I didn't realize what it was, but it's Jesus in the Eucharist. But I. I very much was moved and I, I was kind of like, I need to figure out whether or not God wants me to be Catholic because right, I'm going to be going into my senior year. I need to figure this out, you know? And one thing that was so funny is that that mass after, uh, after everything was said and done, my dad joined the church. There was this old lady. She was a old friend of my 
my dad's mom, my grandma. And she came up to me and she winked at me and she said, you're next. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Those old ladies. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, there's, there's no way I, I'm not going to be Catholic. But no, I, I was like, you know, I need, I, I, I asked God, I was like, you know, look, look, God, if you want me to be Catholic, I, I'll go there. I don't want to be, but if you want me to go there, I'll go there. And I remember one night I, I was listening to uh, Dr. Peter Kraft, actually. And he was talking about his conversion because he was kind of like me. He was an evangelical. He was um, Calvinist, Presbyterian, I think is what he was. And what I knew, I, it's funny how the Holy Spirit works, is I knew that I had to be Catholic when I realized that I wasn't going to lose anything that I already, of what I believe. I just, I'm going to add and it's going to make it richer. And when he said that, I was just like, I I was just I, I I really felt the Holy Spirit there, and I just like I I know, I have to be Catholic, and and, and I knew that meant everything that the church believed, and I I kind of at that moment, even though I still had all of my questions, I was like, yeah, I I believe in the Catholic Church, and that that's the church that Christ established, and that was a very hard thing, and and I really struggled with it, I, especially for my mom, grandma, because. Because I was telling him, oh, you know, the Catholic Church, you know, it's not true and all that. And then I went, did a 180. I'm like, yeah, I actually know it, it is. Grandma, you know, she, she listened to me and, and, and she kind of came to the conclusion that she's like, you know, I'll join the church with you, John. And wow. then, yeah. And then my, my two younger sisters, actually Kaylee, my youngest, she wanted to join the church with dad, but I discouraged her. And oh, so no. I did. And then so, but, but she was like, oh, yes. Yes, uh, John wants to join now. And then my other sister, Alicia, she she took some time, but she was like, yeah, uh, I want to join the church too. And so it, it was very beautiful that we all joined the church on Easter Vigil 2019. And myself, my grandma, my two younger sisters joined. Yeah, it was That's a beautiful, awesome. beautiful moment. And John, I guess to, to kind of wrap, wrap things up, we don't want to take too much of your time. What would you say is the thing you love most about Catholicism. Mm -hmm. What do you love most about being Catholic? Uh, I, I, it's the Eucharist, honestly. I think I mentioned that I felt like I was missing something. I just felt like there was this, this hole missing, and I just didn't know what it was. And it it was the Eucharist is what I was missing. And, you know, I, I know he, he is there, even though I don't see him. And that's why I go to Mass, and that's why I kind of continue on, you know, especially when I have struggles is, is, well, you know, at least the Lord's there in the Eucharist and I can come visit him when I am, when I am making, you know, it reminds me because it's something I brought up to the kids and told us to us yesterday, actually, we were talking about the finding in the temple. I was kind of telling them a little bit about my, about my conversion. And I said, I felt lost. I didn't know where Jesus was, but like Mary, where did I find him? I found him in the temple or in the church in the tabernacle and that's where we can continue to find him uh when we feel like we don't know where he is mm. snaps snaps thank you for sharing john yeah that's beautiful yeah, thank you I'm, I'm glad you you contacted me well, that's so recent 2019 mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh i consider myself a toddler catholic now <laughs> toddler catholic. yeah <laughs> Well, I might have got to meet John. I was uh, two two Sundays ago. Yeah. Oh. Just confirmed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're 
Now that I've kind of went up, you know, that's an amazing story. And just that, that it was such a family event is, mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. It doesn't really happen that way too often, right. I don't think. And it, I think it's, it. yeah, I think it's just cool how, how many different human relationships influenced yeah. the different directions you went in the faith. And I guess that's just a testament to me about how all of us are so enmeshed in, mm-hmm. in our families and right. each other. And we have such a big impact on our, our relatives, our friends, is the journeys of faith too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we close with a glory be? Yeah. All right. Let's do. Glory be to the, the Father, Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, is now, and, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 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 Am